This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trashman. All righty. What is up, everybody? It's Garrett the Trashman. You're listening to Trash Talk. John, how you doing today? Espectacular. All right, dude. You said you had a rant. Let's hear it. All righty. I just forgot it now. Damn it, John. All right, I'll go first. <laughs> so I thought of this last night. Um, so I, so you see people that, that do certain things. Um, and sometimes I'm like, I don't understand how people could believe that or do that. Um, especially when it comes to just way out there stuff like cults and uh, different things like that. Where I'm like, what, what led them to that? Why are they susceptible to like falling for that? Um, there's a podcast I was listening to that talked about, uh, oh, I can't remember his name now, but he was one of the guys from The Secret, and he was the one that in Sedona, a couple people died in his heat lodge, and they were, uh, talking about, uh, how, what all led up to that, and they were talking about this whole experience that was happening, He, he was shaving people's heads, like, right when they got to the, this experience thing that he had set up, and it was like... Yeah, I don't know what would lead to that. Why you just blindly, why you wouldn't be like, hey, like, no, I, I don't understand, like, teach me before you're requesting that I do these things and whatever. And anyway, it leads me to question myself a lot because a lot of people um, say that Mormonism or the Church of Jesus Christ is a uh, is a cult. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, it doesn't really have cult-like attributes. Um, there might be one or two, but there's a lot of things that might have one or two of one thing, but that doesn't mean that it is that. Yeah. Um, but it does cause me to question that a lot. And there's times where I sit there and question, I go, okay, like, is it, is it silly to believe in God? Like what is really going on here? And last night I was just thinking about it. Um, and I wonder if most people are this way, but I realized, you know, even if I told myself, ah, yeah, I don't believe in God or, or whatever, in a crisis mode, especially if it had anything to do with my family or my kids, that would absolutely be the first place I was tur- I would be turning to. Like if if something happened to my kid, like he was injured bad or something, I'm like I'd be I'd be praying like crazy. Oh, dude, I got I got a good comment. Keep going. Yeah, well, that that was just my thought, and so as I was investigating my own beliefs, which I think is a good practice to do, um, that's just kind of where I landed. That I thought was an interesting thing of. Um, it made me think of something I uh, I read in uh, or heard in high school. I don't know if it was Dana White or Joe Rogan that said it or whatever, but it was right when um, UFC was first starting to come out and getting mm-hmm. big. And they said something like, "Oh yeah, I love love the octagon because there's no liars in there. Like you can't fake it in there because oh. you'll get the living crap beat out of you." And, <laughs> and that's what kind of made me think of is like, man, in crisis mode, when crap really hits the fan that's when when we can realize what we truly believe what we truly think who we really are and that's kind of what uh so if you're ever investigating your thoughts or investigating your beliefs and those type of things if you can do if you can put yourself in that mindset of okay what what would i be doing like the case i was last night like yeah what what would i be doing if my son was gravely injured like what would be going through my thoughts? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wouldn't be any question. It'd be like, I need freaking help. Like, yep. um, and there wouldn't be any question like, well, 
does God exist? Let me li-. and and I think it's useful to listen to arguments and hear people that have different perspectives. Um, but you can really find a good base of what you believe. So, so just a quick something about that. It's very interesting you say that because something that that was really eye opening to me is in the book called The Greatest Salesman in the World by the great Og Mandino, mm-hmm. which is a phenomenal book, and I suggest that everybody read it. Um, he talks about in that book, he says, why do in the split moment of crisis, whether someone just jumps out from a corner and scares us or we're slipping and falling off a cliff or we almost get in some sort of accident or something, why do we yell out? And he says, because even if we, it doesn't matter what our beliefs are, our being, our our bodies know that there is something that created all this. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't tell you like what to believe yeah. or what that is, but there is something that created all of this. And he talks about how, you know, it, 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 they, they always talk about how a foxhole on a battleground will make any, will, will make any atheist. There's a no atheist. Yeah. There's no atheist in foxholes. That's what yeah. he's looking for. And he talks about that and he just says like, you know, whatever it is like, you know, you can look and like that brings clarity of like, hey, no matter who you are in those instances, on an instinctual level, our very bodies like have certain understandings mm-hmm. and we can like therefore have – once we understand that, that can therefore influence our beliefs yeah. of like what we want to believe and mm-hmm. such. And so anyways, when you were talking about that, I was like, oh, yeah. I got to talk about Hawk <laughs> Mandino. This is so like – it was just so infi- insightful for me to like hear that. And then, like, you talking about, you know, just, like, oh, man, like, at a core level, like, we as human beings are that way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we can decide what we want to believe, and that's fine. That's our right. Mm-hmm. But, like, on an instinctual human being level, we're all that hardwired that way. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But, yeah, it's, it's a good exercise to get down to what you believe. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Because there's a lot of voices out there. <laughs> yeah, especially all the ones in my head. What? Did I say that? <laughs> um, all right, John, you remember your rant? I do. All I right. do. So my rant um, is from an experience of, and we were just talking about this earlier, but my wife is a real estate agent. She hasn't been one uh, super long, but she has been getting into the real estate uh industry and um man the last little while it has just gone ham for her nice and it's been interesting because i think it's for me it's been one of those moments moments of like hey here's an opportunity and i am involved in this opportunity it doesn't particularly uh revolve around me but it does have something to do with me because it's my wife obviously but like opportunities come a lot of times when you least expect them. So like be open to it. Like, you know, I'm very open it right now to just saying, Hey, like if now's the time where I really need to support my wife and kind of like let her see how far down the rabbit hole she can go and what she can do and, and, and find, you know, some, see what, how far she can go. Um, like, I think that's, that's a good idea, you know, to just, 
let her run and see, see how far she goes, you know, and, and see what happens. And I've found that rarely, uh, at least in my life, my experiences were rarely ready for those experiences. Um, but when they come, like, go with it. Yeah. See what happens, you know, like, guess what? The worst thing that can happen is you fail. Yeah. Oh, dear. Ride the wave. Yeah. See what happens. Like, you never know where it's going to take you, and it might take you to another rabbit hole, and you might go down that, and something great might come of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my rat rant, you know, just when opportunities show up in, 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 to you in your life, see where they'll take you. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know why this made me think of it, um, but I was listening to a Jordan Peterson talk, and he was talking about uh, um, the phrase in in the Bible that says, uh, knock and it shall be opened to you. And he was talking about how like true that is. And, and he talks about the Bible very like, um, Hey, these, these are stories that illustrate life that we can learn from. Mm-hmm. And like, that means like you can have whatever you want in life, but you have to really want it. Yeah. And that means like knowing what it takes to do it and like being willing to do what it takes. And if you've got that, like, you can have whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that wasn't, like, right in line of being being willing to, uh, being open to those opportunities, but it, it made me think of that, that, yeah, it really is, like, um, because we don't, I think in very few situations that I've ever been in of something I'm going after or want, I don't know everything that it, that's going to take. But if, I'm going, if I go in it in a way where I'm like, hey, I'm open to whatever it's going to take to do this, um, you you really can yeah. get whatever you want. Um, you just you just knock and it's it's open for yep. you. But you gotta be you gotta know what you want. Yep. You gotta know what you're knocking on. So yeah, that's good stuff. Well, let's say thank you to Larson Waste real quick. Oh, thanks, Larson Waste, for sponsoring this podcast and just being a, just an incredible incredible garbage company. Just wonderful, marvelous, and magnificent. Yeah, it, they really are. So thank you, Larson Waste. If you don't have them. Well, get them. It's that simple. Like, yeah, it really is. Yesterday. Get them yesterday. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'm pulling pulling a topic out of the hat, and we got to be um, somewhat efficient about this because... Expeditious. Expeditious because John and I both, both have meetings in a couple minutes. So, I'm thinking about what you kind of said and what uh, Tyler kind of said, and to me... About the poop? No, okay. not about the poop. <laughs> um, <laughs> Filter didn't work. We there. don't sit here and talk about poop before the podcast. John's four-year-old asked him why why humans poop. Yeah, and I uh, I jokingly said that's what we should talk about. And so, anyways, yeah. he gave her uh, a real scientific answer. I'm sure. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Broke it's, it down. Explaining that to a four-year-old is an interesting. <laughs> Uh, parental duty. <laughs> so, um, you said something about like, man, how do I get more done that I that I have to get done in in a day? Because yeah. my days aren't aren't long enough, and uh, I, I can definitely relate to that. It's like days aren't long enough, weeks aren't long enough. Next thing you know, months have gone by, and then Tyler was like, "How do you get time to exercise when you're just running and gunning and going like crazy?" And to me. Um, what came to mind is the power, uh, well, there's a tool that you can use that, um, helps your way of being is what comes to mind. And I think the tool is 
journaling and the incredible power that that has and what what that tool can help you produce is um, being a committed person mm-hmm. and I think with both things you can be so much more um, effective um, using that tool to be a committed person um, I might mention on the podcast I, I don't know but I'm doing a, a trading thing um, of learning how to trade uh, some options and um, just uh, getting another skill in my um, arsenal arsenal repertoire yeah. Rolodex repertoire, Rolodex all of that um, that produces income for for me and my family as I continue to build wealth for me and my family and uh, I think that's a, a useful thing to know and um, this course that I'm taking they really focus on what they call their power journal and there's six questions I'd ask you each day um, one is what's your mindset Another one is, what are you committed to today? Another one is, what is your intentions for today? And the power of going through and seeing that, writing out, and slowing yourself down to do that is so incredibly useful. And I've said it a lot of times on this podcast that um, most people, you could go ask, hey, what are you committed to in in your life? And they, they would probably produce some sort of list, but it wouldn't really be something of any depth or meaning. It wouldn't give you any instruction of how they, how they, uh, put their life together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think in my list of things I'm committed to, the five things I've laid out of what I'm committed to, and they're not only listed, but they're listed in hierarchy because in my experience, um, you can be committed to things and generally you're going to have competing commitments mm-hmm. with those times. And so, it's instructive to have a hierarchy to know what comes first. And so the top of my hierarchy is myself. Yeah. Um, and so like to Tyler's question of like how how do you have time to go work out? Um, and for me, working out is a huge portion of myself and, and me being taken care of. And so like that just instructs me that nothing else happens until that. That's the first priority of my life, of my day, of whenever. Like, I know I'm going to handle myself. And that may mean um, on a certain day of like, you know what, it works for me to just do a few push-ups here right now. And other days it's like, nope, move my whole schedule around. What comes first is me taking care of me and these other things came up. So I'm going to the gym for two hours before that happens or or whatever. Um, And just living in a committed way I think handles a lot of the questions around time and things and helps you prioritize um, all the things because there's an infinite amount of things that we could all be busy, busy doing in a day. And um, I just think such an incredible tool is journaling. Um, And journaling in the way that I just described that um, we've been doing on this class I've been taking, not necessarily um, just writing down of what happened in a day or something, which I think is a useful practice as well. When I'm saying journaling, I'm saying like, hey, sitting down and really actually being intentional about your day. And uh, something that someone told to me that um, pointed to Michael Jordan real quick because I got him on my wall. Um, he made a comparison to Michael Jordan. He's like, he never went to a practice, a game, never did anything until he um, prepared himself mentally and physically. Oh yeah, and I thought of that, and, and and the guy said, he said that's what professionals do. As pilots, they've flown planes a million jillion times. They have a checklist. They make sure their minds right. They 
go through it. And I was like, yeah, that's so true. I'm like, I, I waltz in here in a hurry, like, oh, got to get you done. Let me run around. And um, that really was like, whoa, hey, yeah, how much more effective will I be in producing what I want to produce? I may do less, but I'll be a lot more effective mm-hmm. um, because no matter how hard I go, I'll never get done more than 50 people. And then if I can get more out of those 50 people, like that's where um, like the compound effect comes into play. Yeah. Rather than me trying to just, oh, hard, 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 hard. And it's like, that doesn't mean there's not times for that. But if before that, slow down and go, okay, what am I doing here today? Yeah. What 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 is top priorities for today? Knock those off. That slow down is really difficult for me to do the busier I get. Mm-hmm. Like the more that gets piled on, the the more that I just want to let the freight train run away with me. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so, yeah, what you're talking about. Well, and sometimes I have like, and I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes I have pride that gets like wrapped up in how busy I am. Oh, yeah. All, yeah, all like, the time. I give myself a like meaning of self-importance around that sometimes if I'm not careful. And I'm like, no one cares how busy I am. Like, it's not like a, I think... Uh, there, there was a there was a conference talk one time um, that talked about that. That was like, yeah, there's people that walk around like um, thinking it's a badge of honor to show how busy their schedule is. And it's like, go for a bike ride. Like, and it's not always about like getting to that next place, but enjoying through it. I think was the metaphor they did. And uh, yeah, I think that's a that's an important thing. And I I love to be up to stuff like I wouldn't want to like create a life where I have nothing to do Mm -hmm. but I don't think I'm going in that direction I think most people aren't I think most people uh if they'd slow down could be more useful and and I shouldn't speak for everyone but I guess that's just really what I see now outside looking into people's lives it's like hey slow down um you're probably doing like other people's jobs anyway Instead, stop doing those other people's jobs that they should be doing. And I'm speaking for myself here. Mm-hmm. This is the conversation I have with myself. Like, yep. okay, assign the things that need to be assigned of what you're seeing to the people's jobs that you're paying them to do that for. Yeah. And you do what you're supposed to do. And uh, it's a work in progress for me, but um, I thought tied in both pretty pretty good to what yeah. you no, guys I, said. I know in, in my experience that what I, I have to work on is finding clarity which a lot of it is understanding what I'm committed to and slowing myself down and organization. And I know I've, I've talked about these separately both, but those are the things and, and I'm getting better. And I guess I've, no, I, I guess I've chosen to be the type to learn with trial by error. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm definitely in the process of, of, uh, learning how to efficiently find clarity and organize myself and it could go faster. (laughs) (laughs) It could. And, uh, but Hey, it's all, it's all a work in progress, but yeah, no, I, I've just been trying to get myself to slow down enough to find like, Hey, you know, how do I organize this and get it to a point where like, I don't have to run around like a chicken with my head cut off from five o'clock in the morning till whenever at night to get these things done. Like how do I create it to where, you know, okay, maybe I don't have to get started till seven o'clock 
and I can be off at a time that allows me to eat dinner with the family and mm-hmm. spend time with my kids. Like I know it's a possibility, but it's in the doing now huh. of uh, of it. So, well, well, I'll end with this. I think it was Abraham Lincoln that said it that if uh, if someone gave him three hours to cut down a tree, he'd spend the first hour sharpening the saw. Yeah, and I think it's it's that principle. Yep. Make a big difference. So appreciate you guys listening. Um, follow us across all the platforms. John and I got to get going. Tell your friends about the podcast. Peace.